Imagine losing to Triple Rage and being like, oh yeah, man, it's because of Halo Doom. That intro video is way longer than I'm ever going to be used to. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of Stat Check. We are back to the regularly numbered episodes. This is Arc of Balance. I'm your host, Ennis. I'm joined by Jeremy and Nathan this week. Anthony is taking a well-deserved break because there is some hectic things going on in his 40k life right now that, uh, quite frankly, he deserves a rest. So you have us this week. Hope you can make do without a little bit of turbo in your life. How are both of you doing? Okay, I'll go. I'm doing all right. Um, I don't have any events going on. Nobody has any events going on, really. I think we're going to talk about... I don't think think events have ever happened. I think we're also going to talk about a grand total of one event this week before we talk about something. I don't really know what. Maybe we'll just talk about guard. We're going to just talk for another... Like We're going to do the same thing we've been doing for the last two weeks. We're going to talk about 40k in a vaguely generalized sense, and we might actually talk about 40k (laughs) this week, as opposed to last week where we did a non-numbered episode. (laughs) Yeah, other than that, I've been playing some games of 40k pointlessly with 9th edition guard because I'm not going to get to play them in any major events coming up until after January. Uh, but I'm still undefeated with them. They're really good, even without Lord Solar. It's kind of depressingly good how good they are. Although they're a lot better if your opponents forget how to screen uh, when you drop Kasserkin somewhere inconvenient for them. Other yeah, that's that, pretty good. Yeah. Because I got a pretty good, pretty guest. Yep. Otherwise, yeah. I'm pl- I've decided that I'm going to play Votan at LVO coming up in a couple of weeks. Because no rep Votan is probably going to be fine. I actually will get I mean, over the next. They're couple. not that bad. No, it worked out for Jeremy, right? It's true. I mean, I was <laughs> tempted briefly to just run no reps Gene Stealer Colt and see how badly I can play it's that. Real bad, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you it will be drop great. after day one if you do that. Your your head yeah, will you know. be in mush on the floor. It's true. Um, that's pretty much all that's going on right now. I'm gonna play more ninth edition guard as things happen. I'll play some Votan prior to LVO so that I don't go in going. What's a judgment token? Oh, or um, getting the range. Here, here, here's how you go. All right. So what you do is you walk up to the table at the start of your round. You point out a land fortune. And you say core buster and the other one. Take ten, and then you end your turn. Like that's as far as I'm aware. That's all you have to do. This is actually just going to be a show where me and Jer- where Jeremy tells me how to play a Votan list that he developed. That's what the show will be. Uh, it all depends Who's on what's happening. I don't know. I've got like fifty or sixty games with them now. I think I know what they I do, think, but I still play them terribly. Some games. I think Jeremy though is still the expert. And 50 games, whereas I'm going to get, I think, six in before LVO. I think we need to get you a list first, which means we need to figure out what the hell LVO is doing. Yeah, let's, um, we'll talk about that after. We'll we'll talk about what on, we'll talk about that after. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jeremy, how is, how are you doing? How are things Uh, going? I've been all over the place lately. Um, we are coming up on selection for Team Canada where we are going to announce the greater team. Uh, so I'm in the process of working with the Captain Chris and Assistant Captain Bruno to choose our team that will represent the country for the year, as well as choose the coaching staff. Uh, so that's been a whole lot of fun over the last couple of weeks of holidays, trying to sort that out and make sure that everyone's on board and committed. And yeah, 
it's going to be it'll be fun when we announce tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, any, it was going to be tonight. Stands? I can't I can't say anything. What's your, what were you doing tomorrow? That that's one thing you can announce. Sorry, what? What are you doing? Are you coaching? I'm coaching. Yes. There you go. That that's yeah. just your sneak preview. For I'm coaching for one more year. Next year, I will. Uh, I will. I will. I will apply as a to player. Play. Good lad. It's it's I've I've done both. Play coaching is fun, interesting, and engaging in all the wrong ways. Where you just I just sat there the entire time. I was like, "What's your fucking playing?" Uh, <laughs> like, I'm See, better than I that. Got, I wouldn't have made that mistake. I wouldn't have done that. As we've as we've talked at length, I got vibe checked hard at War Masters, so I was perfectly happy that I was not playing at uh, at right. it this time. I mean, I got vibe checked hard my first year playing as well, and it never mattered because I was playing a dummy defender list, so it was fine. Fair. Um, Cool. I suppose I'll do my one. Uh, I've also done F all. I managed to become like I managed to slip my ship slip my sleep schedule by about four or five hours over the course of four days, which was really rough to recover from in two days. Um, so I am knackered right now. I got like I've been getting like four hours sleep the last two days, which it's not enough, I don't think. Uh, I I had to set a timer on my my uh, thing to like wake me up in twenty minutes so that I didn't fall asleep while I sat and watched the video waiting for the show to start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know um good stuff um so yeah besides I, in sort of like 40k stuff i've got an rtt next weekend uh which will hopefully will be i'll be i'll be at a shop when everything debuts so i'll get to like see all the stuff happening as it comes in live for stuff like the um the new chapter approved which is coming out next week or the week after next um yeah i'm taking gsc to that uh, i was like i can either take one last ride of kraken or I can just leave them in 2022, and I've decided that they can just stay in 2022. The army doesn't need to come with me ever again. Um, other than that, GSD. we launched a few things this week. So the first one, we should we didn't announce the dice on the show, did we? So I'm going to start okay. right on that. Uh, share my screen. Do you want to pop the merch link into our chat, Jeremy, since you yeah. are the, the, the chat man? So, there you go. Uh, yeah, somehow we are sold out of objectives already, which is great. Um, thank no, you guys we're not, for that. The pre-order has sold out. I right. will add. I will have the our lovely uh, affiliate guy at the Red Dragon repopulate that. But we will have more uh, objective markers available. We did not just do a pre-order of ten. We did a batch of one hundred. So there will be plenty of objective markers cool. available. We just did the initial batch. Cool. So objective markers, dice, and other dice are now available on the shop. These prices are in Canadian dollars. Um, shipping for the US and Canada is pretty reasonable. If you're in the UK or Europe, get in touch with us directly, and we can see about getting it sorted out. If you get them sorted before LVO, uh, I'll be shipping a bunch back with me, and then I'll be able to ship them out from there. You'll just have to pay a little bit extra on top of shipping from getting them from Europe. Um, so that is dice if you want them. Um, the other one is, I'm going to just close that. Is we launched uh, something you should, people ask me about my boss. I'm going to go with Sam. Sam did it earlier. Uh, what happened to my boss? It's actually not a boss, it's a coach. Uh, and it's very important that you know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we launched uh, coaching through StatCheck now as well. I'm going to pop another tab open super quick because I'm very prepared about this today. I know our website URL as well, right? That's definitely, yeah, I do. Cool. Um, made it easy. <laughs> stat dash check slash coaching and i'll drop check, that yeah. in the chat oh, too we're so prepared 
Uh, so totally getting back episodes. into this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there is now coaching available through Statcheck. You can access myself and Typhus, the lovely captain of Team X. I love Typhus's picture so Dude, much. Dude, it's so good. It's, it's not even <laughs> slightly catfishing as well. That's the best bit. Look at uh, that. It is influencer so picture. That's like some Instagram nonsense. I love it. Everything about it. So I'll show this now once and then I'll avoid showing you first show. But uh, if you want to get in touch with either of us to talk about coaching, you can do that now. Uh, prices are available on the website or drop us a drop us a message. There is an email address there where you can talk to us about that. I picked up my first couple of clients and I'm very much looking forward to getting started on that. And yeah, uh, it should be good. So thank you, everybody, for giving us the opportunity to do that. We're really looking forward to it. Are results guaranteed? Yes, but I can't guarantee what the results will be, but I can guarantee you'll have results. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been my recent uh, development, which is very exciting. That's all prepped. I also booked my LVO flights today. That's the last thing that happened, which was an Hell ordeal yeah. that took me two hours. And I don't, I, BA is such a terrible website. It's so bad. I, I can't begin to express. I got an order. I got an order like booking cancelled email, and then uh, and then my PayPal went. You've just paid seven hundred pounds. I went okay, cool. I'm glad that those both happened at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. Like, I'm sure, announced... dude. Yep. <laughs> and they sent they sent me an email, and now it just says pending, and I'm like, I'm just gonna show up to the flight now. <laughs> You should get a boarding pass at some point. Uh, Mr. Adam Camilleri, where is Tony? Well, Mr. Violence Vanilla has uh, had to take a break tonight. He is a bit... I think... Um, tuckered out. You, remember, you guys remember the third Captain America movie? Civil... Is that Civil War? Yeah, that's Civil War, that one. There you go. I'm glad you said it. Um, oh. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a Civil War reference in there somewhere for people who know what's going on. That's about it. There you go. That's yeah, all American events are playing seventeen seventy six points, uh, and they'll be having the uh, they'll be using their objective markers at half mast. Uh, they'll be raising the they'll only be able to raise three banners per player, not six. Um, I don't know thirteen banners. Well, no, because they fly the flag at half mast, right? So you can only raise three out of your six. You can only have half your banners. I don't know why I'm explaining a joke. <laughs> It's a six objective map. I understand the idea. You only get half <laughs> points for banners. Like, what do you want me to go with this? We'll we'll talk about it later. We're gonna talk. No, about I don't think we should. I think we should definitely just leave this conversation. Where yes, was. I, was, I was trying to leave this conversation by saying we talk about it later. Yeah, but we're gaining viewers while we talk about what we talk about. Oh like this, so. no! So clearly, this <laughs> is what people want. The people so, want us to talk about the Do you guys have anything coming up? Uh. I have a couple RTTs. We're doing our, um, I guess, back of a better word, store like our actual store championship this uh, in two weeks' time, where we basically put together a ranking of the fifty-one players that have attended events at our store in the last year, and invited the top sixteen of those. So we're doing a little RT four-round RTT to celebrate that. Oh, um, cool. And we are ostensibly also using it as L as LVO practice because I think four or five of us are going to LVO the week afterwards. Nice. Nice. I am very much looking forward to Avio. We will probably have a the week before Avio. We'll do a roundup and we'll be like, "This is what we're planning on doing." If you want to come and see us or say hi or anything like yeah. that. Oh, so and I do have a, a, a small announcement for next week's episode. Uh, we will have Steve Joel joining us from uh, the Great Land down under into the left. 
from Kiwiland. Land off the map. Yeah. Yeah, land, land off the map. Kiwis and hobbits. The most important thing to ever come out of New Zealand in 40k terms. Definitely the most in 40k terms 100%. <laughs> um, much better Definitely than Alex Tice. Um, oh, brutal. I don't know. I don't have nothing. We have a competitive league that's wrapping up, and then we're starting a crusade league, which is my. Those are the two things that we're doing. We're wrapping up one thing and doing another. I don't know, man. It's needs more bookkeeping. It definitely needs it when you hit twenty-eight weeks. Like this crusade league is twenty-eight weeks long, and there's a game every week, so it gets to the point where every character is a legendary character. Why? Every unit has like five traits. It's fun up until the 28th week when you're like, so this unit of Gaunts ignores, feel no pains, has plus one strength, re-rolls ones, and advances automatically six inches. Every oh, And every unit has something like that. How but, much tracking? That's an Excel spreadsheet. You should it's, definitely play GSC for that because you can make mega Kellermorphs, and that's all I You, you can make flying Kellermorphs. So I, I really mostly... Go use the game to promote hobby because the only prize for the crusade league is a hobby prize so if you do like the most painting and like have the best painted army then you win a hobby prize at the store so i'm playing guard because it motivates me to paint yeah bet that's why <laughs> i i've won the hobby prize for every single one of them so far so there you go that's that's definitely an accomplishment Still making you your more stuff is nice player. <laughs> I've painted a 2,000-point army in each of the leagues. How many buffs do your Kazakh can have already? None, because the league hasn't started yet. <laughs> but how many are they going to have? When they, because every time All they of them. Unit. Every single one. You can give them an extra You can give them an extra doctrine, so they can have three doctrines at the same oh, time. With Nathan. <laughs> Where is my guard book so I can beat you over the head with it? You can, yeah. You'll see me um, in a couple so weeks. If you're a LVO, you are authorized to take one model from Nathan's table and not give <laughs> everybody. Well, else. they're not my models, though. They're Danny's models. Should have thought Even about better. that. <laughs> Why didn't you consider that? Uh, I mean, Danny might not have considered it. He might rescind his offer to let me borrow his rotator. <laughs> I would like to encourage whatever results in you not having an army at LVO. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brutal. That's like the standard rule. Like anytime you see a rack player, just take it, just take an awesome factor. They will never notice. How are they going to keep track? Uh, it's true, and it will actually bother them because they'll be like, "Where is my 150th rack? I have 149 racks, and I can't find one." Rack, like, are you sure you just miscounted? Just count them again. Yeah, count them again. Count them again. Yeah, like you could definitely do that to me in my my like 18 year fights. Hundred percent. There is no dur chance. During I a practice game for coach, like during. During an RTT, we have like a little judges game that happens off to the side, and I was taking Tyranid Warriors from one of the judge, one of the judges who was playing stable, just taking one at a time. He didn't notice for a couple of turns, and then he's like, "Why is there only one Tyranid Warrior in a unit of nine? They haven't died. What's going on?" I was like, "I don't know." Just freaking straight eyed. But yes, I'm pre bandwagoning guard. Yes, Seth. My you're, you're pre post bandwagoning them. Pre post, yeah. Oh no! I'd play GSC if I thought I was smart enough for it, but I don't even think I'm smart enough for it in the doctorate. I don't think I am either, but it works out anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> it works, but it's definitely not something you want to ninja pivot to and get like it's three. It's not something you want to play if you've been playing it anyway. It's gonna like depending on how badly Wednesday and Thursday go in terms of Vegasing. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so I think the funny thing is is Cliff keeps suggesting like 
things that normal like young people do in chat and i'm like cliff i am an old damn man <laughs> i am Except bringing cliff a is older than you isn't he <laughs> he is and i don't understand it Cliff's like, i don't know where he gets the energy from Cliff's i'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm up for all of that it all sounds and great I'm like i'm like cliff i i haven't gone to a nightclub since i was like 18 i don't I don't know what this is about. Well, I'm now eternally I'm... grateful that I'm rooming with you and not with him. <laughs> well, I'm rooming with Matty, and it's Matty's 30th that weekend. So... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going for the express intent of celebrating Matty's 30th. I'm pretty sure it's also Anthony's birthday, like, the week before. So oh, shit. Well, we'll have to guess. As everybody Anthony. checks their Facebook. Yes. Actually, yes, you're not wrong. Yes. <laughs> 20th of January, the week I before. Yep. So all, right. all I'm saying, guys, is y'all can't bitch out. I've he seen what Brian's getting him. It, it's oh, glorious. No. Okay. So, Knowing Brian, this is going to actually be epic. Dude, it's so good. It, it's so good. Um, all right. Do we want to yes, talk yes, about we'll be doing things? Oh, Brian's birthday is the week before as well, guys. Guys, guys, guys. We can't celebrate everybody's birthday in a weekend. It's just not how the world works. We can try, but, but it looks like we're celebrating a bunch of people's. God damn it! All I'm okay. saying, no coward right. talk. Shit. All right, <laughs> let's talk about our single event. <laughs> Jeremy, who won our single event? Our five minutes of stats. Yes, not even. Hey, we can vamp it quite a bit if you want to five minutes. No, I didn't. I'm going to mute. I'm going to a glass of water while you guys talk about stats. All right, so we had a singular event in the last two weeks because it just so happens that the holidays fell on Saturdays both times. So it meant that obviously no one in the right mind was out playing Warhammer, except for one group of adventurous people at the Hammer Time Cafe where they had their Warhammer 40,000 season final GT. Uh, and that was won by, and I'm going to massacre his name because I always do, but I think it's Mate Cesar, uh, who is running Emperor's Children. Uh, second place, I can't pronounce his name. I think it's Koshin Yosef, who was playing Bloody Rose Sisters. And in third place was Patrick Pinter, who was playing Chaos Demons. Uh, and that is the, the stats for the weekend. I'm not even going to talk about win rates because it was one damn event. I think but it's what was, funny, what though, was the highest at him? 75% for Because no one was undefeated. Sisters. And also no one was undefeated at that event because Mate had a draw in his final game. There were actually three draws in the from. stats for Sisters that weekend. Uh, he's active in a few different discords and he's around. I'm going to close this now. I don't need it. Is he player for Austria, maybe? That doesn't sound right. Oh, and this is going to go deep diving now on this one person. Yep. Mm -hmm. I recognize that name. Oh, Where from? It's a guy. I mean, one event, no stats. Check, maybe? Somebody yeah, going There sure was a tournament. Person. We'll, we'll do the RTT. Guys, do you have the RTT stats? <laughs> no. No. We don't no. do that. We don't do that. Reason. God dang it. Daniel Flatter. Uh, I mean, he, he was. He's very active. He was at LVO last year. Hmm. That might be he finished 89. He was playing Drakari. He played ACO, Tables and Towers, your hobby place. Oh, so he's a US player. Uh yeah, but this event was not in the US. So Wait, I don't know. Reach out to us and let us know who you are. 
Is he from the spin-off show Stat Check? (laughs) If we no, that's a great pun for um, Team Team Jack Republic. We will definitely call it Stat Check and the Matrix. I think that is (laughs) that is beautiful. We can edit the image. We'll have to get our the person who made it to edit it. So it's just and we'll just edit it to be the check by colors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that one episode. It'll be the best. So now that we've talked about stats, what do we want to talk about? Uh, we I mean, want to we talk could... about arcs of omens stuff. I mean, do we want to talk yeah, about boarding parties. Boarding parties. No, looks we're not kind talking of about fun. boarding parties. We're not. Don't don't do that to yourself. It's a fun like... Friday night beer hammer format, is what I'm going to say about it, and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, do you guys not do fun Friday night tournament practice? Come on, guys. No. Mm. I think Thursday it actually might be us. fun. I'm kind of sad that I can't just roll the tank commander out of a boarding torpedo <laughs> into small ways. Let me take like, a knight. I get why I can't. My yeah, just is whole... completely obliviated. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't oh, even oh. run an armiger. Just a whole ass night, just crunched into a corner and like inching its way forward. I like that they were like, you can have one fast attack. It must be flesh hounds. Yeah. <laughs> and the reasoning was so funny. They're like, yeah, flesh hounds would be really cool in this format. Running with Karanak down the It's definitely the great. format how they've done it. I like how you can take zone tops of Venezuela, but only one. <laughs> just just one. Talk about the no second edge shock attack gun rolls. No. I don't want to talk I don't want to remember the eighth edition shock attack gun rolls, man. Just saying, if you just walk, walk up to an edition player and say "souped up shocker," you can just see the fear in their eyes. So Monte played at ETC in 2019 and 2018. Who did he play for? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. We're we going to continue to not talk about leaks, unfortunately. Get the game. Yeah, we're not talking about leaks, but we could say Arts is uh, going to be for Elvio, right? So with that, does that imply that we're going to have everything else? I don't. What think... did you say? Sorry. He plays for Hungary. Hungry. Okay. Oh, that might be why. So he was really hungry for a win. I don't know. Fuck off. I got, I got nothing. <laughs> <He's> gone. <laughs> gone. Yeah, he played uh, Demons and Thousand Sons at the ETC 2019. It was a good list. <laughs> right. Yeah, 30 horrors would do that to you. I mean, do we want to talk about the Arcs of Omen detachment then and kind of the weird switch? Yeah, because we, we, we said we would do that last week, right? So we did, but we, we were hoping did. that we would get a little bit more information from GW on what else this means because yeah, we still don't know how the how any form of allies will work with it. And I get, yeah, we get so I many think questions about that. I'm going to say right now we push it to one more we week. We push it to when we know about when we know enough to talk which about it realistically. Pre orders are Saturday for it, which means that the reviews will go up on Saturday and we will have all of the information to talk about it then. Uh, Sumo Anthony is taking a well-deserved break tonight, um, partly because we have no events to talk about, partly because he is just exhausted. um, Team America is having a thing at the moment. Um, Yeah. Anthony has become very involved with Team America. A a meltdown. Their internal politics are always fun when it comes to WPC. America's having their first real go of it. Um, give him a chance. Yeah, funny. that's basically it. We have no advanced info, Mr. Blackburn. Um, and if we did, we wouldn't be able to talk about it because we are not that kind of a podcast. Yeah, we either lie <laughs> yeah. about it or we tell you the truth, which is that I'll never get preview content again in my life. So, and this has been we never, road. We're never going to get preview gonna, content. It's okay, guys. Are we gonna you can trust us because I've already burned the bridge for these guys. Um, <laughs> Corey, is that what we're going to do today? Okay, we're going to let's do a brief bit of Arcturus. What are you excited to try with the new detachment? So, for me... Just like ignoring the allies bit, just with the detachment, what are you excited for? 
for me, there's three things for three different armies that I want to test out. The first one is the ability to take six heavy support as guard, which is absolutely disgusting. And just be like, yeah, I can take three heavy weapons teams and a and a uh, death strike and two units of Lehman Russes and not have to pay any CP for any of it. It's pretty yeah. It's great. And then I can fill out the rest with whatever I feel like and still have room for my troops and my elites. Are there elites that are worth taking right now? I don't think so. Kazakhin, oh, Kazakhin. That's what I'm taking. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're not... The 30 Kazakhin just auto-populate. But <laughs> no, Bulgren, just like, are there any elite characters that I'm putting in there? No, there really aren't. Sly Marvel Bulgren is cheap. Stars, If you're running Bulgren? Maybe. I mean, if you're running Lord Solar... He can order the he can order the Bulgren anyways because he True. can give them regular uh, orders. Second thing that I'm excited to try out and try to make work is Dark Angels. I'm I'm not entirely optimistic on making Ravenwing work because it's really slot restrictive, and really you were already running a free Outrider before, so there's not a whole lot that it opens up aside from now you can take a third or fourth HQ without having to take a second attachment. So that's kind of interesting and maybe worth exploring. If Talibans um, weren't already limited to two which means you can't even use the strike to buy another one because they're limited to two yeah but you only ever want two two of them anyways because three of them well <laughs> see now he's considering having three of them and depends how many points if they go down in points and by how much we'll see the characters are always pretty yeah and uh there's other shenanigans rumors about doctrine changes and all that stuff that we aren't talking about but we'll you see just spoke about it dude like yeah. I, I don't know how to explain to you that you've missed the point <laughs> um but yeah uh the third one is actually with my admech because the ability to take all those elites without having to take troops that i feel are overcosted is actually really fun and because before you wouldn't ever really build a list like that because you were spending so much pregame CP that building a Vanguard made no sense. Whereas now I can be like, I can take my six elites and a couple HQs to buff them and some heavy support and fast attack and not take any Skatari or Cataphrons or well, whatever. Based on the, the preview you saw as well, you could just like make the, make your shooting be 300 beast health runs or something like that as well. That's true. Not worry about um, it. Yeah, because the one preview that we did get was that you could take a free blade lance, uh, yeah. or not a free blade lance, a, a free blade detachment of a super heavy auxiliary. So that would be pretty interesting. You and I had a full chicken list. Uh, we can talk to units <laughs> about how that works. Yeah, six chickens, dude. Do it. No, you need troops now. And you only do one HQ. Would that fit with points? No, not even close. Uh, <laughs> do you know how many points an Iron Strider with a LAS cannon is? Yeah, you go auto cannons if you're going 18 of them. Do you know how many points an Iron Strider with an auto cannon is? 85 it's still points? like 75, 85 too, points. Too many 85 points. 85 points. So six of them is 510 points. So 1530 right there. Yeah, and it's 65 <laughs> points, I think, for the Taser chicken. So now you can't even fit it. are not free. <laughs> No. no matter how many, how much people on Reddit might wish they were. Oh God, <laughs> um, they uh, actively detract from your army, so they shouldn't cost any points. True. Yeah, if there's somebody posted on Reddit today um, about asking a thread about how cheap does a bad unit have to be to be playable, and somebody was like, "Yeah, man, Sidonian dragoons are so bad that if they, if they were zero points, you wouldn't take them because you wouldn't be able to take Iron Striders in the slots." And I'm like, "I think I'll be okay with 18 Sidonian dragoons for zero points." See. To me, it's just more elite slots to shove in more freaking Sakarin units. That's what I would do. Just like 
easy peasy six Sicarian units, some rust yeah. stalkers, some infiltrators. Just fill all the slots with infiltrators. Man, Sicarians have combat squad. That would be nice. Combat squad is such a good rule to be trapped in the Marines Codex. If only you got the Leagues of Votan rules for the Sagittarius for the Transvector. <laughs> that where, you could, where you could put a unit and split it in half into two of those. I mean, it's still you'd have to run shit. two transvectors. You have to run two transvectors, and they are real expensive for what they give you. Yeah, that one guy brings up a good point. More troops in the GSC list is literally the only change that matters for our settlement for us. Nothing else. Like we can't even double up on characters because they excluded our decking rule. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can run like eight troops in the GSC list now, twelve points or up to twelve, uh, which is reasonably is reasonably useful. Um, like. You can push to eight and be pretty happy with it without having to change the mm -hmm. core of the list too much, which is nice. Yeah. Other than that, not much changes. We could cut one character now, like you could cut the Primus conceivably, but it's fine. Uh, we'll probably mess F about with it once we see new points as well. We'll see if there's anything interesting in, in, this, in, in the space. Um, the the Brood Brothers detachment being free to ally now is almost interesting, but the Brood Brothers stuff. I'm not convinced there's a lot of cool stuff you want to run that doesn't just detract from the cross fragging plan. The only thing I'm kind of thinking is like scout sentinels, um, because they're reasonably cheap. You can fit in like a guy to give them orders and then a squad of dudes and two squads of three scout sentinels in your patrol. And that's not expensive. Course, don't forget much, the most expensive but... part two units of mortars. <laughs> you could also put two units of mortars in there, but I'm not sure JC <laughs> want mortars. Like, Every now and then, you have you're not getting you're not getting orders on them. They're not getting born heroes. Oh yeah, that's true. They don't get. Why wouldn't they get orders though? Well, because you don't you know you don't get bubble orders because you're not playing pure guard. Right. They. I keep forgetting they moved that into the um as the pure that's guard. Their pure rule, yeah. yeah, that's their pure rule. So you're like, yeah, you can get some stuff, but you're only reasonably going to get one, maybe two orders at first if you're born on two HQs. So it's hard to justify when a lot of the stuff is kind of. They've done a good job of baking into allies, but it's kind of made Brother Brothers kind of pish. Uh, what I am excited for is my favorite army for Space Marines, which is good old Iron Hands, because so badly as an Iron Hands army, do you need to spend six CP pregame to function, which is meant at the moment we're playing battalions. And battalions, are, I don't know if anybody knows this, battalions for Space Marines are goddamn trash. Because for space for Iron Hands, you've got to spend three on your Volpec Contemptor because you need to make it a character, you need to give a world trait, and you can pay one for the Volcan existing. And then you want Rights of War and Voxus Spurum on your Primary Sentinel and Target Protocols on your Tech so that you can get rerolls on your Devastators and all that, and all core and Obsec and all that cool stuff. That's 6 CP. If you take a Battalion, you get 6 CP. If you don't take a Battalion, you don't get 6. So the way that we used to have the list, which was like Patrol Vanguard, is just completely gone. Because we used to start with like I'm pretty sure my alveolus started with two CP, and that was yep. in that was in Nachman. <laughs> um, it was just terrifying. Um, but now that we can basically cut troops, if there's an incentive to keep some in, you can keep in like infiltrators. You can run a squad of tactical marines, whatever you want. Tactical marines are nice because they fit in drop pods. Um, but with the new strat reserve rules as well, devastators being able to walk in from the board edge isn't as big a deal. Uh, if you're running like a second squad or a second pod, you can kind of sideline them into the strat reserve now. So I'm excited to see what happens for Iron Hands. I think there's uh, a lot of potential for some really interesting rules there. And being able to actually run the army again is the main thing because oh, they're so good at punching. Yep. Everybody asks, everybody wants to know, like, what's the best combat Marines chapter? It's Iron Hands, baby. It's the, they have the best combat strats of any Space Marine chapter. Mercy's weakness is a hell of a drug. It's really weird. It's the fact that you, you've got Mercy's weakness. At, you've got 
exploding six is the wound and plus one to hit, which is just no other chapter has that in anything yeah. resembling a reasonable capacity. True. Um, like I remember when I was playing the the Lenin ultra memes list, the like pre-game deploy, redeploy your contemptors and your redemptors and push forward with the bubble. Um, with the sealables and stuff like that. And the thing that always spoke to me was there's just no way to make a unit once it's engaged, you can't make a thing do more. And that's one thing that I always talk about as being really important for like recovering from tough positions and for pressing advantages is the ability to sink resources into a winning play or to make a losing play into a winning play. And a lot of armies just don't have that. Um, and melee is one place that a lot of armies really lack that. You don't have the, I think, like a plus one attack stratagem or a reroll wound stratagem. Where Drakari have so many of that. Where Drakari, if they see a weakness, they can just press in on it and they can sink, they can throw their resources and trade their command points for your units. If you don't have melee stratagems or damage output stratagems, you can't really do that. You're stuck with trading them for positional play or for defensive stuff. And like that's all very powerful, but sinking, but pushing an advantage really requires offensive stratagems. And that's one of the reasons why GSC are so pushed into playing the shooting version, because the only way you have to press that advantage is through the shooting stratagems, the plus one damage, the six to hit all wound. In melee, you've yeah. got Reroll to wound against vehicles and monsters with industrial weapons, and that's it. So yeah. you're you're just stuck on you you're, you've got consistency plays, and you've got you've got get there, and you've got defensive stuff, you've got shenanigans, but there's no way to make a melee unit do more damage than it's going to roll as GSC. Um, Iron Hands, if you need that sort of anger veterans to do stuff, you can say here is two CP, go and do more than you should. Yep. Um, and that has a lot of power. And Iron Hands are the best at doing that in Space Marines. Seth has a good question. And I think, in my mind, the worst faction for Ark's detachments might be Drukari at the moment. Yeah. Mostly so because I'm not sure. There's a bunch of armies that don't out work right now because we don't know how they work, right? Yeah. So, Seth's question is what yeah. factions do you think will struggle with the Ark's detachment? And I do agree. Like, DW has called out that. Drukari in particular, as well as Dark Angels, would get some special rules to adapt because both of those armies have special detachment rules associated with them. Uh, Dark Angels for ga for gaining the obsec on their Terminators and on their bikes and the in in their Vanguard and Outrider detachments that are pure Ravenwing or Deathwing, and then Drukari. Well, you kind of hosed because of how their army building was written back in the beginning of or a year and two years ago no a year ago it's really their warlord trait stratagems and how they work is kind of the problem because you want you can't give drazar a warlord trait anymore in an arcs detachment yeah because you would not play a real well, you could play a real space raid or you could play pure all one thing right or only get one you could yeah. still mix you just wouldn't get yeah you only get one of one of your three obsessions you, but you don't want to lose your obsession no you don't and that's exactly it so you play a real space raid to get all your obsessions you play pure you play mixed mm -hmm. Or yeah, you suffer. Yeah, but like you could play the um, like the the rack build doesn't really lose anything from moving to arcs. It actually, no. gain CP. So there's there's still good things in there for Drakari. Like sure. you could play a pure coven's build and be pretty happy with it. Yeah, and I think there, to there's address... definitely builds, but we're we'll see what GW does because they've 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 called it out and they've said there'll be rules coming. Um, mm -hmm. and we'll see. I'm hoping that we see those rules on Saturday when when we see the previews for the book. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, and then uh, my, obviously the the first legion in me wants to see what those rules for Deathwing and uh, and and Ravenwing are. Um, yeah, someone pointing out Tau because less commanders. Well, they previewed this the strat to be able to take a second commander. So if you were playing running Tau set before and you're running double patrol to take two commanders, you're you don't need to anymore. You just take a single detachment and pay one CP. 
So I think these older armies that kind of like surface level feel like they lose a bit. Like yes, you don't have the option of taking four four crisis to tire now or four commander tire now, but that, those weren't the lists that were doing well anyway, and those lists now need less troops. So I think they'll be fine. Um, you can just plug thing, in more recruit hounds now, really, right? Yeah. Like you can just put in more recruit hounds and stuff. You get more like Eldar quite like it because they get more fast also without having to pay for it. I don't mm -hmm. think there's many armies that get worse with arch detachments. Uh, Tyranids the... quite like it. Uh, the problem with Tyranids is you're kind of pigeonholed to taking two squads of troops anyway, because you really want a squad of warriors for the um, Imperative and to boost out your synaptic links, and Gargoyles are just so good. Um, you are saving you CP. You're saving CP again, though. Yeah, because if tyrant, you wanted to play really double Tyrant, you only have to pay yeah, exactly. one CP. So there's, 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 there's pros and cons for most armies. The only the one I will say is I think uh, Orcs quite lose a decent amount because Orcs um, truck boy things are one per attachment. I don't know if that will interact yeah. with the CP where you can spend a CP to get a second one, but I think because it's not a unit, it's an upgrade that's once per detachment, it wouldn't interact with that. Yeah, that's going to need a, a clarification. Need yeah, I don't sure. think it's an FAQ. I think we need to see the full wording on it, but my, my understanding was that it's, you can select a unit that's restricted to one per detachment, and those are upgrades <laughs> that are one per detachment, not units. So you couldn't, like, how you can't run two schools of truck boys now based on the current understanding of the rules. We'll see how that works out later, but like, you quite often saw. <laughs> You know, a truck boss and a squad of truck knobs or truck boys or a squad of orb gets Gretchen to make to make your squad that's um, like pushing forward for get to the good bits a little more useful. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I definitely think that, that is interesting. I don't think too many of the other ones of those are restricted to one part attachment. Um, but that's there because is, the order is free. There's two changes that that do come to mind though. Uh, one is assuming that I'm reading the the GW preview correctly and you get your arcs of omen detachment and one battle brothers detachment any army that focused around uh so there's 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 a couple example that focused around running those multiple detachments not for units but more for army rules so a good example of that is chaos demons you would use you would run a zeech or a corn or a Slanesh patrol along with the rest of your army to unlock that specific warp storm yeah that might not work anymore yeah, so we might see that be limited. We might, you might now actually have to run a pure corn detachment to get the corn because you might yeah. not have access to. Yeah. But I suppose it does make it cheaper. Like if you're playing Chaos Space Marines and you wanted to just ally in a little bit of demons, if you're not paying CP for that now, that's certainly a little worse. I nice think that change. could be interesting for something like um, Ward Bearers, where you can ally in like a separate detachment. Uh, I think you might see a little bit. <laughs> Personally, easier access to Scarbrand is always cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like it's a uh, really easy slot in detachment to a lot of armies. Like if you're running a master positions anyway, getting to drop in Scarbrand six away and go from there. I think there's a lot of armies that suffer that don't have a great idea to do with that. So the um, other one that comes to mind is Chaos Space Marines and specifically Abaddon. Because if yeah. the Supreme Command is gone, he can still go in you CSM detachments. Yeah, but you kill your um Stratagems, right? You don't have access to the Black Legion strats anymore, which means that you don't have access to advance and charge or fight on death or any of that with him, uh, which is pretty essential because he is a six inch moving infantry model. And yeah, sometimes right. you need him to go 12. Yeah. To quote Anthony, um, just just go around Avedon becomes a very real plan at that point. Yeah. And then I wonder if that just means if that pushes you, like maybe there's a reason to run Black Legion attachments now and actually play pure Black Legion. Like pure Black true. Legion can ally in a lot of cool stuff as well. So. Mm -hmm. Now the one All thing I'm saying, Abaddon and Scarbrand, just do it, guys. Just do it; it'll be fine. Abaddon with plus one attack, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what he needs. Uh, <laughs> that's what he needs. <laughs> was missing was damage output. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then the last thing that comes to mind, Donald Plummer points it out, if there's no Supreme Command detachment, Abaddon won't be in every Chaos list. So a good example of that is a list where you have Abaddon, Chaos Knights, and Chaos Demons. That becomes impossible. Yeah, that will not be a thing. Like it, 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 it genuinely wars. disappears as a, as, a, as a possible build, provided the information that we have is Arcs of Omen detachment and Battle Brothers detachment. Yeah, which are from a limited restricted list. However, one thing I will say this is really good for is um, chaos, uh, chaos war dogs lists, where you were typically running like six squads because you wanted the extra ability to split your deployments. You wanted mm -hmm. some different some different options. You wanted more of the um, pre game upgrades, which are one per unit, and obviously the war dogs come in units up to three. Uh, so we saw stuff like uh, Mikhail Duda's list from WTC was running. Mm -hmm. uh, like six squads of war dogs across two detachments, and you you don't get the the CP refund on a super heavy detachment when you have only only war dogs in it. Um, so that list was down three CP plus then spending them for a game. What we did notice from the Arsenal detachment is it has six super heavy slots because you can take the three um, the three that are mandatory and then three of the optional ones, which means you can now run those six squads inside one single detachment. It does make the free blade lance a little more awkward because you can't run. Um, like the mix and match on them becomes a little more awkward, I think. The Freeblade like, Lance is fine because the Freeblade Lance allows you to mix and match because your entire army is Freeblades. The issue where it comes into play is if you are running um, Freeblades within a regular army and you're mixing Imperialis and Mechanicus. Because right. in that particular case, if you're, say, for example, running Tyrannus and you want to take Hunter Beast Helverins, the only way you could do that before was to take a Super Heavy Auxiliary make it free. If they don't get access to a Battle Brothers detachment of that, then they can't do that mixing. Right, cool. So there are there are some limitations for knights that we may see pop yeah. up. Yeah, as as our, our internal chat was talking about earlier, knight list writing can actually be a bit of a headache sometimes. Yeah, knight, knights... I will say my biggest complaint with Nice Decision is they became needlessly complicated while gaining basically nothing in power. Like that book just sideline translated from old codex to new codex, gained a bunch of rules that don't matter. And then like, cool, now it's a ninth edition codex now. It's complicated. That's that's what it means. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, the actual benefit to you gold dog, you don't need to spend three CP. So yeah, you get more units, you don't you can slap your deployments a little bit more. And you don't, uh, you don't lose the so chaos. Yeah, it also gives you access to with. more favors if you were filling out your army with favors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so this is actually a good question from Kelster Go. Um, is are any super heavies worth a look now that they get faction traits? Because this is something that was missed. Astraeus. No, that's terrible. Astraeus. Dude, the Iron Hands Astraeus. I is think real. I, I'm telling you, the Iron Hands Astraeus is a good unit that has been pigeonholed by the fact that it does not get the Iron Hands trait. But does not the fire. Iron Hands trait? Yeah, dude, you slap a feel no pain on that thing. Uh, that's fair. Size steel armor, feel <laughs> no pain. Size steel armor, feel no pain. Double wounds for bracketing. Iron stone. Iron stone. Okay, yeah, you might. The only thing it really is gaining. It's only like six hundred points as well. Like it's expensive, only... but it's not that expensive. The only thing it's gaining though is the feel no pain, right? And then the double feel bracket. no pain and the double bracketing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, those like are both really wound, good. It's like a things, twenty wound model, twenty four wound model with void shields. Uh, I guess one of the good. things I wonder about Bane, Bane Blades and their variants might be better. Especially with free reserves, you can hide shit a lot easier if you need to, if you think you're going to lose something turn one. You can get the um, many transhuman on the hero for now. <laughs> Can't be wounded I love twos. it. I love it. I don't know why, but I love it anyways. Wait. <laughs> for the Heretic. short 63 Jeff Jester. Can you give the hair? Can you give those things uh, synaptic Synapse. enhancement? 
No, they're uh, non-Titanic. Can you give them Synapse? I'm 90% oh, sure they're non-Titanic. Don't give them the Titanics, because that would be very silly. Oh, man, now I, now I need to look it up real quick. Catalyst is only a 6 of film on Titanic units. It's so sad. I just need to look it up now. I need to I need to look at this. Come I here, don't think detachment. you can, because I was like really hyped for the Heroka Dimension Hero Fund, and I don't think you can do it. <laughs> Give me, give me two seconds. I just gotta find it. Apparently, because I'm, I'm just like, you know, you know how big the hero of its base is. Like, you could throw Kadavine anywhere with a six-year-old intervention. Just yeah. like, yeah, so I can Kadavine to tank my opponent's entire army. Adam does yeah, raise a good point that the uh, that generally super heavies tend to be a bit too big for deployment, and most things are more efficient. Like a really well, good example. You got free shot reserve now, so it's fine. That's true. By the way, free shot reserve. Let's talk about that, sisters. It's good. It's very That's good. huge for sisters. Free strategic yeah. Very big for sisters. Is it free strategic better? reserves and a free knight detachment for them? Yeah, they need the knight detachment? And all of your... Well, 100 you beast helverins with sisters fixes one of their biggest problems, which is being a 24-inch army. Yeah, That's fair. And then you can reserve like all your multi-metals and match if you don't need them on the board. Especially yes. with um, the body roll supplement still being around. We could probably Was also talk about um, all the stuff that went away. Did Bloody Rose stay? Bloody, Bloody Rose still used until June. June. June, yeah. Okay, so you can use the coming in from strategic reserves with multi multi sisters and get reroll something. I can't remember what it is. No, they can pre-game if that's the only one you they can pre-game if they still have the possible damage on sixes to win strat. That's all that really matters. Somebody has something coming out of strategic reserves and I can't remember what it is anymore. I mean you might have been thinking of the old Valorous Heart interpretation where you could do that and remain stationary, but that doesn't work with the current FAQs. You mean Argent Shroud, mm. come on. No, there's a stratagem. I'll remember it in a minute. That's fine. You can it look doesn't up get this, played. This, you can look up this weird niche case strategy for Sisters of Battle that nobody's ever looked at. I'm going to right now as a matter of Weber fact. Reserves lost his advantage. No, Weber Reserves is now even freer because you still had to half this. You still paid half the command points. Now you pay none. So, and your Weber detachment can go inside your detachment. Your Weber thing can go inside your attachment. Sporus is getting hive traits would be cool. Uh, no, they won't get it. I know they don't. Because fortifications never gain detachment traits. Is it not units in fortification networks never gain it? Uh, let's go find out. Let me look. It might be in the chapter traits for terrorists. Nobody's ever read those. If anybody who's tried to explain how forces of the high mind work. Man reads website. Um, the thrilling. It's always thrilling when we do that. Yeah, the house. Excluding living the artillery, and they're not living artillery. Hmm. Well, they should. They should get it. Based on this. <laughs> For potential sauce, it's actually just Amazon drivers hitting every single buzzer on my door to get a rogue intervention on a sporex. Hell yeah! The only way to get them to not move even faster. Uh, um... <laughs> we used to run double double chibiosis on double on double sporexes back in the eight edit codex. Uh, the eight edit codex. It was huh? so bad, but so funny. You are right. Auxiliary support detachments, super heavy auxiliary detachments, and fortification network detachments never gain any detachment ability. So yes, you would be able to get... You could get exploding sixes on a hammerfall bunker. <laughs> you could get exploding sixes on three hammerfall, hammerfall bunkers. No. <laughs> shooting everything within... Remember, they took, within so what you, guys, what you guys have got to do, all right? I want everybody, everybody out there to listen to me, okay? It's not about the exploding sixes. You can run three of them in ultramarines and rapid redeploy them. <laughs> sure. I guess. I don't know why you would. Couldn't you do that you already? Can. That means Aegis defense lines are fun. They can fall back and shoot. You don't have to pay a CP for it anymore. 
Oh my god. <laughs> but it can't fall back. How does it shoot? How does it fall back? I found the joke. Are there any like random super heavies that are like vaguely not ridiculous? Or Lords of War? Corn Lords of Skulls? There's not many Lords of War that aren't super heavies. All of them got moved back in, didn't they? Corn Lords of Skulls is a good one. Corn Lords of Skulls is actually vaguely interesting because it's really good with like the Ward Bearers trait. It's also a Ward Bearers morals is pretty good. Oh. Yeah, it's all coming together. Black Legion, Lord of Skulls, and Abaddon, and Scarbrand. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> See how we're cooking with all that gas. I mean, are you going to start taking the Lord of War greater demons now because they don't cost no. all that CP? No, no absolutely not. It's almost playable, but not really. My um, Blunderdome list with the triple uh, triple Goss pylons. <laughs> and Necrons with all of the Wargrades. Um, oh, is it the, the Gargantuan Squiggoth is not a, not a terrible show, right? That's the one that if you count as remaining stationary if you're in the back of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just regular Squiggoths, unless Gargantuans have it as well. well the Gargantuan, Gargantuan has it as well. I don't know if the regular Squiggoth has it too. Yeah, it no, that's an interesting uh, one. Maybe Brass Scorpions um, is right. Brass Scorpions with traits might be interesting. Yeah, Brass Scorpions. And, I like part of the idea of Brass Scorpions and Lord Skulls with traits. Wraith Knights is an interesting suggestion as well from Kelster. Yeah, man, you can give Wraith Knights Halo Doom so their shuriken cannons on their shoulders do more damage. Mm-hmm. So, unironically, someone actually ran three Wraith Knights in Halo of Doom at a GT that, that I went to about six so months bad. ago. It was terrible. It was very funny when he beat when he won the mirror against an Uthway player. And the Uthway player was like, Yeah, I really see the strength in Halo Doom now. <laughs> oh, you jackass. <laughs> to which his opponent said, You realize this is a meme list, right? Like just taking the cover right off, and it's just like this 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 should not have won. Imagine losing to Triple Rate and being like, Oh yeah, man, it's because of Halo of Doom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Oh, just, can I Cow fit super heavy? Uh there's just the, the Lord of War, the Townar, right? That's it. Yeah, the other two are just flyers. The other ones are just flyers. The tiger shark and the barracuda. Yeah, it's ins- I mean there's the Manta. The Manta. Oh, I suppose a, a single, single storm surge with um, traits isn't the worst thing in the world. What trait would you want on that? I guess Tau set for the hit and wound removal. Tau set, Farsight. Yeah. Free Marker Light within 12. It's not the worst. Within 9. Do you, do you want to get nine. that close to somebody? No, you don't. Well, the other thing is that you already have full hit rerolls on a storm surge. If you stayed still. Mm, now you can yeah, run still. Now you can run at them and get a single hit reroll. <laughs> yeah. Remember, it's a pulse. Remember, it's a shotgun on that thing. Yeah, it's a very big shotgun that isn't very good. But it is a shotgun. Yes, I can see your GSC just leaking into this. Though you're like <laughs> GSC shotguns, good. Therefore, all shotguns. Good. Yeah, see, twenty-four range charges, damage twelve, and it's AP four. Jesus, the regular one is AP two. Enough. Fuck. Enough, Ennis. Enough. Two. The main counter of storm surge is AP two at twenty-four point one inch range. I guess what is one of the faction? things to consider is that all of that AP one and two stuff probably gets better if armor of contempt does go away. Hey, remember what we said we weren't talking about? Things that we don't know. 
That's true. That one's everywhere. One, yeah, I know it's everywhere. Everyone's yelling. About Everything it. is everywhere, but we don't have to be. We don't have to be validating it by pretending we know what we're talking about. Yeah. We don't know what we're talking about. We stand we, by that. We we ninety percent of the time don't know what we're doing and are confused why all of you keep watching us do it. Hey, that's my <laughs> oh, joke. Actually, you can't steal that. Shout out to fit to a friend of the show, Glarg, also known as Paul. Uh, his tarantulas century batteries are now going to be good in, in Imperial Fist again. No, they're not. Shut tactics. up. <laughs> Did they not get legends? Good. No, they're, they still exist. They still get their twin heavy bolter. Oh, oh my god. The Marine book has way too much Forge World it's nonsense you know you can do, Paul. just you can, stuffed Paul, away into it. Paul can run them in Imperial Fist and be really sad his doctrine's not real. Um... <laughs> like every Imperial Fist player ever. I can't believe that's still a real unit. Oh my god. Remember when it's a Primaris Company champion? I forget how many unit space rates have. Uh, the Primaris Company champion is Legends. Was he Legends? Yes. So is that he was call, a store anniversary model. They previewed, apparently. Oh, it's so sad. So is that new terrible anyway, but... Um, true. He's got a Power Sword, which is so one. sad. I don't know. Alright, let's transition into something else. That doesn't require... I'm just looking for the travel, looking for the travel battle rules. Like question. They what if we talk about that? They used to be fast attacks because you could fill brigades with them. Oh my god! I'm, I'm gonna grab. I'm pulling up show questions. Why don't Why don't you do plugs? Because you know what you're doing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> hey do everybody! There are 70 people watching us live right now, which is frankly incredible. So thank you to everybody who's watching us live. If you'd like to watch us live, you can check us out every week at Tuesday, uh, 11 p.m. GMT, and also various other times across the world, as indicated by my wonderful co-hosts. 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. 4 p.m. Some... Pacific. Some god-awful time in Hawaii. I assume it's like one a.m. Australia. I assume it's like six in the morning for Australia right now, or something super like that. Some kind of future Alex time. Alex tune in right now with what time it is in New Zealand. Um, we'll ignore him. Hey, we look go. at that! Twelve o'clock <laughs> New Zealand, ten o'clock Aussie Eastern. So if you would oh, like to watch right. us live, I remember and the twelve o'clock New Zealand because cool stuff, you can uh, check us out at YouTube.com/slash/c/slash/statcheck. If you'd like to support the show a little bit more, you can check us out at Patreon.com/slash/statcheck. And if you're interested in anything like dice or merch, there are links in the show description. And also, we have recently started offering coaching, which I will plug one more time because it's not a boss, it's a coach, to reference the joke I made at the start. Um, so, yeah, if you would like to get in touch with either myself or Typhus, we have started offering coaching. And you can get in touch with us at uh, coaching, dot, coaching at stat-check.com uh, or all on our website at stat-check.com stat slash coaching. Basically, it's either at stat check or stat check slash coaching one or the other cool we can't super chat until we have a hunt until we have a thousand subscribers we're pretty close yeah. to that as well so remember like comment subscribe hit the i don't really care um we would love you to subscribe peter has peter has offered to threaten the rest of us uh threaten the rest of you on our behalf uh does this have the rest of you muted? he's always talking over you guys no i just speak so much faster than them that my brain refuses to stop and I just keep going and going and going. And they're tolerating okay. it for 25 episodes, so they're just gonna have to live with it at this point. It's also once it starts on the plugs, we can't stop them. So yeah, no, also like, just, if you stop, I will lose all momentum. We also just love Innis dearly, so we just like to let him talk sometimes. Otherwise, he just won't talk at all. They're basically um, my social so care workers. It's true. We are basically your care network. <laughs> um, you can also support us on Patreon, and that's about it. I plugged that already. Come on, man. No, did you? 
Yes. I'm sure he did. Ennis, Ennis, Ennis has yeah. been doing this for 20-ish episodes, not counting the few that he's missed. So I'm pretty sure he's got it down pat at this point. And I did all the right. Fight Club as well. Sure <laughs> questions. Well, more, right. more oh, though, no. this guy, my name does not have an R it's in it. Inner. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Ennis just has a thing where he talks and he doesn't, he hates silence so much that if there's like a moment of silence, he gets really uncomfortable. Just get moment. your shit all together. Right. People want to give you money. There are like six ways you can do that now you can check us out on patreon oh, you can yeah. buy a march you can do coaching you can just send us it like it's fine i'll give you my paypal details like i'm not fussed <laughs> yeah you can just send us money i don't yeah, like, like i'll give you my post. paypal we don't recommend it like <laughs> there are better ways to do, do better things to do with your money but like you can if you send if you send me like a bunch of space marines i'll be very happy at the moment that's about it i don't know Looking forward to painting something that's not an Imperial Guardsman at the moment. Cool. We are going to jump into show questions. We're going to run for about another half hour, and then I am going to go to bed because I am shattered. So <laughs> I'll give you live the Discord. Yeah. If you want to ask a question every week and get it guaranteed to be answered, and you can't be with a live show, the best place to do that, or the only place to do that generally, is to go into the Discord, where we will answer any questions that are asked as long as they don't suck. If you're in the chat live, we'll do our best. <laughs> Um, do we just want to start with the first one, which is what that is everyone's perfect? Hottest... I'm not opening that chat because I made it. I, it I've got it open. Thing. It's fine. That's good. What is what is everyone's hottest takes on the whole LVO balance data slate and points fiasco? Do we want to talk about it? We don't have to talk. Okay, about Okay, so it. I'm 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 ready to let you go first. I just got told off for talking over people. <laughs> I was going to give you the opportunity to, but anyways, so. <laughs> For anyone unaware or has been living under a rock for the last month, LVO set their rules deadline to be January 15th. List lock is January 16th. So you would have one day to incorporate any changes that happen to have occurred the day before it's if that two happened. Days because the rule, yeah, the rules the aren't going to come out on, yeah. But ignoring all of that. We have rumblings and rumors, and we know there's a new mission pack coming out now because it's seasonal. They announced that it. it's coming out on. It's we know that there's. The a, we, we have a pretty good idea that a data slate and FAQ and points and all of that is going to accompany it. Now, FLG made the distinct announcement that they would include anything released up until that point, with the exception of the new missions. However, they've recently also come forward and said that they may be pushing the list deadline back and incorporating additional changes that come along depending on what comes and what comes out. They, it has been a shit show. Like it, is, it has not been good for the community right now to basically be bouncing around between rumors, speculation, not sure what you're running. Like I'm in the process of just hobbying as many models as I possibly can because I have no idea what I'm going to be running in three weeks. Like, I have a list that is legal right now that I have no idea is going to be legal in three weeks' time because I have no idea what's coming out. And that's where I'm at right now. And so for me, it's a shit show. It, they should have just... It, it, it's, it, it, we had the same problem last year. The mission pack came out the week of, and the data slate came out the week after, so it wasn't as big of a deal, but it was, there was speculation. What happens if it comes up beforehand? Do we incorporate data slate? Do we incorporate FAQs? Do we incorporate points changes? Custodies last year got point reductions in the Munitorum field manual 
after almost winning LVO. The mass. The custodian's point changes was also a bit of a chit show in itself, but that was <laughs> last year's discussion. Um, but the big thing out of this is like, if you're going to have an end of season finale, now knowing that GW is going to be doing this, just set your rules locked to December 31st and don't move it. Yep. Or acknowledge that this is all going to come out and you're just going to use it and you're going to mm -hmm. learn on the fly how to how to make it work and embrace the chaos that comes from running a 1200 person event with brand new rules that have been that no one has tested i'm 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 on team chaos i just want to see everything come out i'm on team not that <laughs> stop it Stop I it almost, is my answer. I almost want to read this poem, but I'm just going to go with let the Lord of Chaos rule. I, I, I hope hate, it's just hell. I don't care. I hate it's going to be funny. I'm spending, we will help like, you adapt, two, Nathan. I'm spending like two grand to, I know, to but Vegas. I, hate, I, don't, I don't want it to be sane. I hate the two of you so much. <laughs> so Look, much The most right important now. thing is, is that <laughs> I, as a player, think I'm better at adapting than everybody else, than the average player. So and we will find out if that average, is the case. I should be happy with the game being weirder. Um, now, what it's actually going to be is which group of players finds the broken combo first. It just is. That's going to be what it Probably is. the people who have had the rules for long enough and or play tested them. No, really? No, that doesn't, that doesn't sound right. No. Having, having rules in advance is not an advantage, and it could never be an advantage. You should just play the army that you like, and then through better play, better yourself, and accept your 5-1. and one. Go um, back to lifting weights in S. Jesus. This <laughs> <laughs> loses round one to white scars. Yeah, man, my white scars. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to the next question because I hate this discussion so much that it's given me a migraine. What's your top pick for who can tackle new meta guard, or at least who has the best chance? I like how you skipped a question. I don't give a shit. I'm skipping any ask, question. Ask, ask, ask the previous question. I need to know that. No, it's fine. It's the same thing as there's no way they can say... That's not a question. That's not a question. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I, I get that a lot. People are really bad at asking actual questions in the show questions. It's, it's, I mean, it's there's no way they can say yeah, yeah. Data slate just dropped on the 14th, so we, so we going we using it because vote giving some people who are flying in like four days to pivot an army. Dot dot dot. Surely that's not a question. Hey, dude, you're gonna have like two weeks if you can't or eight days if you can't you buy like, build, if you can't build buy and learn an army in that time did you even really want the lvo win like you have a month if you're a play tester you do yeah <laughs> so back to the question that i was going to ask game. what's you i'm so mad at everybody who's asking it's for chaos so, i'm like so the only reason chaos works is if we have no play testers playing at the only reason i want it is because then i have to i get to not play fucking tyranids and i really don't want to play tyranids that's also true i'm not i'm I mean, not playing gscf thousands of flamers or a thing i'm not doing it to myself you might anyways all right what's your topic for tackling ninth edition guard you can just say an army GSC kills everything, that's fine. Yeah, I honestly from the... seem pretty good at killing them. Vulcan <sighs> solves all problems. Vulcan deletes a tank a turn and then Two. dies horribly. Two. How are you shooting the tank? How are you shooting the Vulcan? Because the thing that drops down behind kills the stuff that's screening and then it dies. Oh, am I I'm only shooting with one thing? I'm 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 insane now, am I? Maybe. 
Cool, yeah. So they're not like infiltrators behind a wall or anything like that. Yeah, that's true. Infiltrators are a bit of a problem. <laughs> like, you know, I'll, I'll just like leave my brain on the floor and then we'll go from there, right? <laughs> uh, Wait, goodness, that's not already what happened? All right, so... Iron hands with infiltrators and proper building and screening might exactly, work, is yes. what I'm hearing. Deploying properly is a good character Kazakh can I hear. Um, it is, actually. GSC works I will, wonders. I will say that the biggest mistake I've seen in every match that I've played against Guard is that people have forgotten how to screen out deep striking, apparently. What is this, like, early 8th edition? Um, yeah, but, the most important thing to remember with GSC in that matchup is that, yeah, the tank can shoot out of combat, but everything you've got in combat with a tank wants to shoot that <laughs> So if you yeah, just tag the same tank commander with all three squads of bikes. Those flamers are kind of a rough business, I suppose, but no, <laughs> those flamers bikes. are regeneration for next turn. <laughs> all right. Next question. How does Gene Steeler Cult beat Votan? Guns, shoot them with things. Um they might just honest... cracked. Yeah, so I've played I've actually played this matchup multiple times with uh with a coaching client. And uh it turns real quick because the GSC can just kill all of your scoring. Yeah, your score. They can't like, crack the forts. They don't. But need, they, the they only can, thing that's left, well, the the amount that it takes to invest into killing a fort doesn't make difference when you can just kill all their scoring in one turn and be like, you have two forts left on the table. Yeah. Do you know what's really fun is to charge a fort with all of your bikes, base it with a bike, and then put a character in that's look outside protected, so they can't target anything except the bikes, because the characters look outside protected, and then they can't target outside of the combat either, because they'll still be in combat with the character. <laughs> Please don't teach people about that, I don't want you to. So, vibing character off of this... Character in Big Guns and Never Tire shenanigans is always fun. Dude, I love it so much. Um, I, used to be like, I, I once lost the game because I accidentally based a broadside with two squads so that he got to choose which one was closest to get the um, the rear ones. <laughs> so, fuck! <laughs> Vibing off of this, what are Votan's toughest matchups? GSC, uh, Thousand Sons with Flamers. Guard, Thousand Sons with Flamers. Iron Hands. Fair. Uh, I'm going to skip the questions that involve us. I'm going to skip a couple things that involve us. Iron Hands are everybody's beats. toughest matchup. Just nobody plays Folks, Iron we'll Hands talk about some of that. these. There's so many Marine questions in here that we're not going to talk about until next week. The best melee, I remember one of them. The best melee Marines are going to be probably still Blood Angels. Iron Hands. And Iron Hands are the best mixed Marines. And Death Watch. I'm going to skip some more. If some of the rumors that are coalescing turn out to be true, Death Watch are winning LVO. Um, but we'll see what happens. All right, here's a good question now that I've skipped every Marine question that involves us answering God, questions. I fucking hate space Marines that aren't Iron Hands. Which, which of you could eat the most eggs, how many, and what cooking method? And then there's a vote underneath it, and I'll tell you the results after you say. I mean, it's Cliff, right? Dude's a machine, and he also probably eats healthy enough that he could eat an ungodly amount like that. It's, it's funny because Typhus is in second place. <laughs> <laughs> Typhus looks like he'd break um, in a stiff votes. breeze. I don't think he could eat much of anything. Um, but what is your favorite egg cooking method? Scrambled eggs that started out as a well-intentioned omelet but ended up as scrambled eggs. I'm a big you went, I went to flip eggs. it, but I didn't. But I spread it. I made it too thick, and it's just scrambled eggs now. Okay. Jeremy. I, 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 I have no strong feelings one way or the other on how my eggs are fertilized. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people do like that, but we will continue. 
If you had to pick today, which army do you predict will win LVO? Death Watch. Not involving using leaks to make the determination. Tyranids, because I'll be playing them if there, there aren't the leaks. Yeah. Okay. Tyranids, T Suns with Flamers. Uh, maybe Votan, if they'd managed to dodge T Suns and Flamers all weekend. And Tyranids. <laughs> yeah. All right. Conti- continuing down some more. Pass some discussion because you fools can't use the fucking discussion. That, that was my Discord that, one, we made. that one's on me, buddy. It's okay. Oh my god, where am I going? I made a typhus. Poll. I knew what was gonna happen. If your breakfast was a spicy condiment and an egg, which spicy condiment and how is the egg cooked? Just what is your favorite condiment? Go for it. Ketchup. Because I'm a child. I do like a chili crisp. Chili crisp is my favorite utilitarian uh, condiment. Goes on everything. Oh, Jeremy's is so hipster, he's looking it up to share and what's called. I'm responding <laughs> to someone who's DMing me mid show. So, yeah, my bad. Of course, you are. <laughs> All right, we're going to skip some more questions that are just half questions. <laughs> skip Nathan doesn't questions. like your questions, guys. Some of them are not questions. <laughs> this is also why <laughs> I stopped of, reading the questions. I'm going to tell you guys a story about giving scientific talks at academic settings. Where somebody always asks a question that's more of a statement, but it's really not a statement either. It's really just talking about how much they can fillet themselves in their research to you, but phrase it as a question. So anyway, you should keep talking because that's definitely not what you're doing just now, using your appeal to authority. <laughs> good night, Martin. It's not even an appeal to authority. Good my anecdote is about this exact topic. Let me fillet myself in the corner here. His favorite condiment is like his fucking Durex. Um, <laughs> that's not a con never mind you know. there you go <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because i'm not frustrated or have any feelings about the situation whatsoever oh my god and i'm done the civil war 1776 was great those are the same thing you can't like your country has like 200 years of history you can't imagine me you can't expect me to differentiate from like two things that happened basically next to each other um your country's not even a country i don't know what you're talking about yes it is what on earth are you on about <laughs> Recently, there was some controversy online stating the content creators receiving copies of inf- or information about upcoming releases wasn't a significant advantage considered compared to simply practicing and playing games of 40k. My question yeah, is, this... do you agree with the statement or not? No, it's fucked up. Can I start? Yes, go. What are they practicing? Would it happen to be that new information that they're the only ones that know that they get up on longer with? Would that be considered a head start? That doesn't sound like... If the game didn't break every six minutes, then it wouldn't be. But the game does break every six minutes, and knowing what's broken in advance gives you a lot more time to play with the thing that's really broken. And that means that you have practice on it, which, hey, guess what? What what were they saying was important was practice and playing better. Cool, well, if you know what's good and you're not having to waste time on finding that out and wasting practice games or practice time in a limited practice environment, like, say, for example, when you've got two days to list submission for LVO... Um, I can't imagine. I can't possibly imagine what the fucking advantage would be um, to lying about your advantage. Mm-hmm. How about Tau? People have asked about Tau a couple times in chat. Oh, do you guys know how to answer that question? Tau at LVO? No, we actually glanced over Tau because I always forget that it exists as a faction because I would prefer it doesn't. Um, uh, Tau will vibe check six of the five of their opponents off the board, and they'll get vibe checked off once. Yeah, and Nassim, like Nassim will Nassim play might. a whole two hours of 40k all weekend. 
Yeah, but Nassim will also probably... <laughs> Nassim's gonna disappear into Vegas. <laughs> the only reason I don't want to answer that question is because it's not even a question. It's just Wait, like there's obviously is an advantage. old enough to drink in Vegas. I actually don't know. Is he twenty one? I don't. I'm pretty know. sure he's. Oh, that's. <laughs> I think really he might be twenty two, but I actually don't know. Okay. If somebody can verify how old Nassim is, so we know whether yeah, not or not for he any, actually not for drink in the United just so we States, know if we, can, if we can actually give booze in the <laughs> Just so we know. Otherwise, one of us. Okay, have, we're good. We're good. We're have good. To adopt him. He's twenty two. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was worried for uh, for Vegas. He was very concerned. He was born in two thousand. Oh God, I feel old. <sighs> oh no. On that depressing note, do we want to look through chat for more questions, or do we want to just um, somebody asked me? Well, my plan is to be granted to LVO. I'm going to do the same thing I always do: shoot them real dead and hope that that works, as opposed to making me lose the game. <laughs> Adam Kennelary asked a good question, actually. It'll be fine. Okay, cool. I'm retreating into team events as of February, so yeah, I'm um, in full WTC prep mode after LVO, so. It'll be grinding out, learning what players can adapt the quickest to a new and changing meta, which is great because we're going to be in the position in the position where we are evaluating to figure out who our travel team will be. Uh, and also, I've discovered that I'm running more events than I'm attending over the next three months. So you shouldn't do that. That's me too, actually, Jeremy, because I work with a group here that runs RTTs. I'm mostly just running RTTs. Like, I'll go to Adepticon in March because that's just a thing that I do while I'm here. But also the question was, okay, was percentage-wise, how much worse will the next three months of Warhammer be post-LVO? I think it's actually going to be six months. I think the meta is just going to be garbage until 10th comes out. Y'all remember Gathering Storm? No. That, it was not good. Was during my it, was break. Not good yeah. it was not a good time. I've heard uh, that. I think it was... It. It was everything that was 7th edition, but also way more ramped up. Uh, it was mm -hmm. eccentric, exciting. If you were riding the top of the roller coaster in one of the good armies, it was a really cool match to play. If you weren't one of those, it was terrible. We're going to have some, some of that again, I think. All right. There is the one more question that we with, didn't uh, grab in no. show questions. Who is one player you would least want to face in the final round of a GT? Brian, because he'll win like a bitch the entire time he's winning and then loses. Uh... I just don't want to play Ennis because I know just automatically that my loss is kind of assured at that point. Oh, that's sweet of you. You could be playing very nice though, and then it's like a 50 50. I mean, for, for a serious answer, um, Aiden Higgins from Scotland has always been my bogey player. I think he's the person I've played in GT Finals the most, and I'm like, two and eight into him so like he used to always be the oh, guess... was like i didn't put him an event for like a year because i would play aiden in the last round and fall to fourth place for like Ooh. four scottish gts in a row um back when we were doing like 20 i just get like bounced into second into fourth place i was like oh, I just, if I just don't play. and then anytime i didn't play aiden, i had to come like second was, like, for, so, for a real answer that's not just Buffing up Ennis's ego. There's a local player who uh, every time I've played, I have essentially lost. Who had a kid recently, and so just just removed not themselves from the meta. Just removed themselves from the meta. Um, he'll know who he is if he listens to this episode. That's all you need to know. Uh, for me, I mean, th there's the players that you just don't enjoy games against, but like in terms of like one that would 
give me pause and make me wonder about and and get in my head, it would probably be my friend Francois. Because the two of us trade games fairly reliably, but in events, he has been more successful than I have this last year. Uh, and his he's usually been the one loss that I have at GTs the last little while. So if it was in the final round, I'd be a little annoyed because be like, I just needed to dodge you one more round, Francois. Well, there we go. Here's <laughs> our uh, here's a little the little thing for the YouTube comments. Tell us about your local your, your local player that you never win, that you never see Dapagri game against. It's always a, it's always your bogey game. We would love to hear some interesting stories about that. Right. Do we want to wrap it up there? Because I think we are broadly exhausted of questions. Oh, um, what do you think about the Votap Patrol with the ladies? No, I don't think that's very good. I don't think like you good. might you might see Basarks, but I don't know. Most armies have a good enough in faction option. Martin went to bed, don't verify his question. <laughs> Martin can message me. Play good. If you go to bed and then ask us questions, we're not going to answer your question. I think that's, that's a fair. That's a fair uh, he, he's in the Discord. He could have asked it in the Discord, but we would have answered it. But he went to bed and announced it and asked it in the question chat. And that's if you just... join the Discord, you have access to us all the time and can ask us all sorts of questions. Martin's in there. That's the worst part. He chose <laughs> to ask it in the place where he knew we could skip it. Trying, I was trying to turn it into closing out the episode in this. You could do that. You could I just try and show. I could. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Stat Check. We're going to cut it a little bit short because we are broadly still in the drought in between from Christmas and New Year, which means there's not a lot of events to talk about. We will be back next week, hopefully, hopefully talking about all of the preview stuff that we have seen from Arcs of Omen. We might even have things like the Ballistics and New Points and New FAQs by then because they could come out with the pre-order. That is what I'm desperately hoping for, so we get another extra week to practice with them for Elvio. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to help out the show a little bit more because you enjoyed what you saw, you can check us out at youtube.com slash c slash statcheck or at statcheck.com, stat-check.com or at patreon.com slash statcheck. We will see you all next week. Thank you for being with us. Oh, bye.